Greetings, this is Atma Buddha. Today is December 26th at 11.41 a.m. The title of today's podcast is episode 30, All Relationships Will Fail Without Higher Truth. And this podcast, we're not going to be reading anything. This is just going to be an ad lib on the topic of relationship and relation with higher truth because I've noticed, of course, everyone's noticed this, but relationships in this day and age, they don't tend to last. We have a very high divorce rate with marriages. Boyfriends and girlfriends struggle to find deeper meaning in their life. Many girls find it frustrating to find the right match, to find the right boyfriend, to find the right husband. And same thing with men. Us men find it difficult to find the right woman often. And why is that? Because there is a deeper meaning that we all want inside of us, in our minds. And yes, romance and sexual attraction can be fun and exciting especially in the beginning when everything is new and you're just learning about each other and you're exploring each other mentally and physically. And it's a beautiful thing, but it doesn't last. It gets old. It gets routine. The spice of the relationship is gone. And you wonder what is left. What else is there? Why be in a relationship? Is it only about sex? No. Of course, the wiser among you will know it's about love. It's about finding that heart connection, that twin flame. Finding that ultimate partner that can love you and who you also love. But is love enough? And if love is enough, then why is it that so many couples who found love eventually fall out of love? Well, it's because we have something else, right? We have something besides our heart. We also have our mind. And what happens with the mind? People call it ego which I dislike the term ego, but basically people get stuck in their minds. They get trapped in their minds. They have certain ideas and self-limiting beliefs that hold them back. And what you find in a relationship between a couple often is that the woman or the man might get more stuck. And whereas one seems to be growing as an individual and the other might stagnate and not grow at the same pace. And you might find that you are no longer the match that you thought you were before. That there now is some incompatibility mentally. Maybe it's because you matured or maybe because your partner matured and you haven't matured yet. 
but ultimately it comes down to values. What are values? Values are what we place as the highest importance in our lives. For many, money is the highest importance. I know among many guys, you're not exactly in a rush to find a woman where money is the most important thing to her. Why? Why, does, why do guys not want a woman that places the highest value on money? Is it because they don't have money? No, plenty of rich guys don't want a girl that's into them for their money. It's obvious. They call those type of girls gold diggers. And that's not to say it happens only on the female side. Of course, it also happens on the male side. You can have male gold diggers. But it's kind of an objectification, isn't it? Just like women can complain about being objectified, about men only caring about them because they're beautiful and sexy and have a beautiful body. The same thing is true with how men regard women that want money, that they are being objectified just for the size of their wallets. And that, so that's a superficial way to look at life because ultimately money can make your life more comfortable, but money is never going to give your life a deeper meaning or a deeper purpose. And what keeps a relationship together is having a shared common vision for the future about what you both want. So obviously having a shared vision for the future is going to help keep your relationship alive. If you both have similar and common interests But how does the concept of truth interface with the concept of a relationship? Well, it's pretty common knowledge that for all the flaws of religion, the couples that tend to stay together the longest are often those that are the most religious. Now, I'm not advocating that you suddenly join a religion and become a religious person. But we can look at that and try to understand why. Why is that? Why do religious couples stay together on average longer than those that don't consider a God or the spiritual aspect of their life as important? Well, the the answer is very simple. By placing a relationship with a higher power as being the front and central aspect of both of your lives, you now share a commonality that unites you. You both are agreeing and saying, hey, this is very important to us, this belief in God, our faith. And that's part of what unites you, that you both have that shared common interest and it's an aspiration to become better 
and more an exemplary example of the faith that you represent. And you also have a community in that context of maybe other churchgoers that creates a larger fellowship, if you will. And that in turn creates a relationship between you as a couple and other couples and other families. And it creates role models because you can see how other couples are being a success and you can discuss your marital difficulties with each other, with your peers. And by having that shared community, you're able to overcome obstacles and enhance your marital harmony. And more than that, it's a genuine love. And your love is first to this higher power, this God. And secondly, it is to your spouse. And by having both of those, that's giving you deep meaning and purpose in your life and helps to ground you and have a centralized focus that is consistent between the both of you and keeps you, you united. If you don't have a commonality, a shared focus like that, that you regard as highly sacred and very, very important in your life, if you don't have something that you both consider very, very important that you share together, then what do you have? Your hearts love each other, but what do your minds do? Your minds can then get distracted. And my, how many distractions and sensual distractions there are in this modern age. The good news is that you do not need religion for both you and your partner to have that commonality. It's very, very simple. Just by acknowledging that a higher power does exist, that absolute objective truth does exist by having that affirmation. And even if it's not a shared experience, but just a common belief in the potential of the absolute, that alone can be the cement, the glue that can hold your relationship together and bring structure and harmony to the love that you both possess. With your mind satiated with this higher inspiration, you feel more complete. Your partner can be an expression of you, an expression of your love. You both are expressions and mirrors of each other. But without the backing of unlimitlessness, of the infinity of higher nature and the possibilities that that brings you, you're limited to just a small biological perspective of who you each are. When your focus is on the limitations, you see the limitations. And when you see the limitations in your partner, you are bringing out those limitations into the real life. And that is why every inspirational leader knows 
that the best way to get the most out of the people in your charge is to see the best in them. And the same is true with your partner. You want to see the best aspects of her. You want to recognize the love that exists in her heart. And as a woman, you also want to recognize that loving heart and the goodness in your man. And by doing that, you're both bringing out, bringing out and inspiring the best qualities in each of you. And how can you best do that is by recognizing that there's even something more amazing than the biological, that there is the vastness of universe out there. There's the most high, excellent, best that you can commune with and you can access and you can experience that you can keep excelling and taking things to the next level, but you don't do that if you don't recognize that there is a next level that you can approach. This sacredness is what is missing in many relationships. When the spark dies, it's because the sacredness has left the relationship. So how can you rekindle that flame, that sacred relationship? by reminding yourself and by reminding your partner that you are more awesome than you believe that there are no limits to what you can achieve mediocrity is not reality reality is more than that reality is what you make it and what do you want other than the best People talk about freedom of will and freedom of choice. But in the end, at the highest place, it's not about freedom of choice. No. In fact, at heart, what do we all want? We all want the same thing. We want the best. We want the best choice. We don't want a little love. We want all the love that we can take. We don't just want to taste a a small sip of inspiration. No, we want to drown in an ocean of inspiration. Why would you not want that? Why? Because it's not normal because people's standards of humanity is that you need to have ups and downs. Do you not want the most successful relationship that you can have with your partner? And let's not limit let's, let's not limit this just to a sexual partner, but also to your family members. Maybe your relationship with your mother or your father isn't so great. This can be used in all contexts or maybe your child If you have a son or a daughter, how best can you improve that relationship than to provide a better foundation upon which to build it? And what a better foundation than the belief 
and the experience of the concept of absolute truth, objective truth, the one living truth. This relationship with the ultimate, it enhances every single relationship. It will take your relationship to the next level and make certain that it is in no danger of ever dissolving. But even let's say you're in a bad relationship and let's say you've lost hope. That's not a bad thing either. Sometimes the universe brings two people together to learn something and move on. We should never look at any situation as being an opportunity lost because for every door that closes another opens there's only new opportunities not less regard life as having more doors opening than closing in every situation no matter the tragedy people say that it is through tragedy that there are more opportunities than when it is free from problems. So there are opportunities in every situation and we can only see them when we come from a positive place and we look at the glass as half full instead of half empty, right? We want to maintain that level of optimism because that in fact is the perspective of the highest truth. There is nothing to be worried about. There's only things to be excited about. Every day is a new adventure, a new glorious dawn, something full of love and truth and bliss. And if you're not experiencing that right now because of your relationships or situations uh, right now in the real world, it's just because it's about to happen. It's about to happen for you to hold that candle, that light, that flame, to keep that burning within you, to not let your hope die, but to be confident and know that relationships also are not just about your family. It's not just about your child. It's not just about your lover. But in business, business relationships are very important. The relationship with your boss, with your colleagues, with your coworkers. All of that can be improved. And the more it's improved, usually means the more money you can make, the more successful that you become. And so what does this mean? By your relationship with a higher power, not only does it improve every relationship in your life, but also it will lead you to more money, more success, and more happiness in every area of your life. And that is the power of the ultimate. And that is the power that I want all of you to directly experience. This is Ababoda signing off. Until next time, you have a fantastic day. You are awesome. And never forget that.